Hey there, podcast listeners. Today we're talking about how to start mentoring conversations anywhere. If you're using the Pursue God tools and you want to start discipling someone because Jesus wants you to, first of all, I want to say congratulations. It was a great decision to do that, but it's going to be hard at the beginning, probably. And that's what we're talking about. I'm on the on the call today with Ryan and with JD and with John, and these are all guys who are using the tools uh, to make disciples, have been using them for uh, months or even years. And we're going to just kind of talk through this one because, guys, would you agree that um, the invite, getting started when it comes to disciple making, would you agree that it's probably the hardest part of it? Absolutely. Yeah, I would say that, that it's definitely the hardest part. It's definitely the potential for, like, the most awkwardness or, well, rejection, really. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, in fact, before we even really get into this topic, um, how many times, guys, have you been rejected? Let's just go ahead and start with that because I know a lot of guys say, oh, I tried it once, I invited someone, I wanted to disciple him, and, and he didn't seem interested or he flaked out. Has that happened to anyone on the call? Um, I'll go first on that one. Um, it's interesting. I was thinking about this actually today, and you know, I don't get a lot of rejections like to my face. Because <laughs> most people that I ask, uh, you know, I've, I've actually role played with some other guys on how to make the ask, mm. but the rejection will actually come down like later when it's it's time to actually have a meeting and the follow through. I'll I'll get somebody that fails or, or doesn't, you know, right? Um, yeah, just just doesn't do it. But John, yeah. for you, I wonder if it's different because you you are a pastor. So John and I are pastors. Uh, Ryan is a, just a regular business guy. JD's just a regular guy. So it'll be interesting as we talk about this. Maybe it's a little bit different depending on your role and the kinds of guys you're asking. So we'll get into all of that here. But I, I have to say we're with Pursue God Royalty right now because Ryan is actually the guy <laughs> in the video on this topic at PursueGod.org. That's great. So Ryan, you did a good job with the video the first go around, but that was a couple of years ago. Yeah. Are you going to retract anything from what you said uh, a couple of years ago when you first made this video? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, maybe the only thing I would I would uh, I would retract is the, the the guy I'm making fun of in the video that ran up to all the girls at the fair now you know comes to to our church. So <laughs> I don't want to name it by name, but I, I'm watching this video. You know, a year or two later, I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I just saw him a day ago. <laughs> well, see, look, God is reaching him. This is a movement of God, and that's pretty funny. Yeah. Well, if you don't know what we're talking, if you don't know what we're talking about, you can check out this topic at pursuegod.org called "How to Start Mentoring Conversations Anywhere." It's in our training section, and uh, watch the video if you haven't already. But that is that's pretty funny. <clears throat> Ryan, you you say this in in the video. You said this. Keep it conversational. When you're inviting someone into a discipling or a mentoring relationship, you say keep it conversational. What do you mean by that? Well, I think that you're, you know, we're just talking about um, really common topics, right? But, there, but there's more purpose behind it. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I think if you can talk to them about the same way you would talk to somebody about, you know, did you, did you like that movie we saw? Did you, what did you think of the game last week? Yeah. Um, that takes really the formality out of it, right? So, when I when I invite somebody, I don't. I remember the first time I talked to you, and we were walking out of church, and you put your hand on my shoulder, and you go, "Ryan, have you ever thought about being a mentor?" I'm like, "What are you talking about, man? 
Mm. I want you to be a mentor and mentor people. I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm just thinking, how do I get to my car and get out of here as fast <laughs> as I can? And I guess I need to start looking for another church because you're asking me to do stuff. So, uh, so yeah, so yeah, you know, I share videos with with folks, and uh, and I say, you know, what did you think about that? We just get into a normal conversation. So for you, Ryan, does it start typically with you'll send a couple videos? Hey, check this out. Is that kind of how you do it nowadays, or or uh, or is it at this point now? Can you go up to someone at church and say, now that we talk about mentoring a lot at church, can you actually say, hey, do you have a mentor? Yeah, I I, I suppose I could say that. I don't say that. You yeah. know, I've, I've had. Uh, two different people come up and just ask me to mentor them. So that mm-hmm. makes it pretty pretty easy, right? They're seeing value in it before I even am in the picture. Yeah. Um, the very the f- very first person I started mentoring was talking about his relationship at home, uh, which I've, I've probably mentioned in prior videos. Yeah. Uh, and at that point, yeah, I felt like it was awkward and, you know, I was a little, t- am I going to ask this guy? How am I going to do this? Mm-hmm. Uh, and all I did was I just said, hey, listen, I, I, I got a great video on marriage. If you'd like to, I think it'll help you. If you'd like, we can watch it and talk about it. Yeah. And he was like, absolutely. And so we met and then, you know, before that meeting's even over, he's going, let's do this again. Yeah. So for in that case, it wasn't spiritual mentoring necessarily. He wasn't asking you to, let's use the word, disciple him. Is that true? Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, he wasn't even, you know, uh, uh, you know I think he, was, he sort of had some questions. He was coming out of another religion. He knew that wasn't for him. Yeah. But he wasn't sure where he was going to go next. Yep. Uh, and so, you know, he just... I think he argues a lot with his wife and mm-hmm. they have stepkids and that's a different dynamic for a lot of folks to, to manage at home. And he was just voicing frustrations. And so, you know, I think a lot of times as guys, we go, Oh yeah, I get it. And we, we kind of bark with them and complain. And right. I finally decided to be constructive and said, Hey, why don't we just watch this video? And they just, it just led it. Ultimately we stumbled into this yeah. sort of together. And here's why I love that story. And I know who you're talking about. It's really a cool story. And it's, it's something that I think most guys could relate to. You, it, you weren't trying to be over spiritual. You didn't say, can I disciple you? You knew that he had a need and you said, hey, I can help with that. And then you used the video to give a little bit of structure to, you know, your mentoring or your or your helping of him. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, JD, what would you say? How I know you've mentored, you, you mentor several guys now. What would you add to this? Would you agree that it needs to be kind of a, a conversational invitation. It's an invitation to a conversation. It's not necessarily an invitation to discipling somebody. Yeah, I, I, my experience is a little different. I have not come up to somebody cold and, mm. and discussed it. Um, I've had people come up to me and say, will you mentor this person or, or help this talk to this person? And the, and the videos are the perfect icebreaker. The, the videos give you a conversation there. Yeah. I've, I've used, I've used spiritual ones. I've used uh, top uh, current event topics. Yeah. Uh, and I've, I, they're, they're extremely helpful to, to get you just to get everybody open up and, and, and learn about who, who you're dealing with. And so you can understand where they're coming from. Right. Because I think, especially for guys, I know we're all guys on this call, but guys especially are like, what am I supposed to talk about? Right. Wait, what do you, so what do you want me to talk about? And that, so maybe even people listening to this, maybe you're listening to this because you just finished training and you're now thinking about who you're going to invite. And probably you're, you're saying, I don't know, man, I don't know if I can do this. And JD, can you speak to that? Because I I know that's exactly how you felt about five years ago when you first started (laughs) discipling, right? Absolutely. It was, uh, it it was, you know, you got to give me something. 
Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't not sure I would have used the word a tool, but that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's, and uh, it's a, it's a bridge. It's a means to, and it, and it works. I, I guarantee it works. And um, I, I, I can hardly find the words right this minute to, yeah. to describe the, the difference between meeting with a guy that ha- we have a video to discuss and the meeting where we, we don't have one. They're, they're both, they can both be decent, but, but one of them is just much more filled with um, meat in yeah. the topic. I guess. Yeah, I agree with that. And uh, John, I like the word that you used a while back about this. You actually said maybe the, the, the better word instead of it, using a tool or a system, you said, let's, let's call it a strategy. So explain, explain what you mean by that, that it's a strategy. Oh, gosh, I have to recall that conversation. I'm sure it was a really clever thing I said, but let me uh, <laughs> think about it a little bit. I'll remind you, one of the things you said was a, a system or a tool, you know, some people might sort of just pull back from that idea. Like, I don't, what do you mean a system? I don't want to be a part of a system, right? I don't want, I don't need a system to help somebody else. And it's, and you yeah, said maybe it's uh, more of a strategy than a system, right? Yeah, it's coming back to me now. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I've gotten the pushback around, well, hey, you know, I don't want to use this, you know, technology. Just just give me the Bible. Just give me the Word of God. Just right. give me. And, and I, I push back as, uh, well, you know, technology is, is, is an important tool, and you're not using a papyrus scroll anymore. You're using <laughs> a, a word of a Bible that came from a printing press that, that came about through technology, and this is just another way to deliver the Word of God. Uh, into somebody's life, um, and then have a Holy Spirit-powered conversation about it and uh, allow them to discover truth. So, yeah, I like that word strategy because people tend to want to buck the, you know, the system or, or, or you know, um, they don't want to be under uh, the authority of a, of a system and feel confined, which really that's not what this does at all. Mm-hmm. It gives you freedom to have, uh, like J.D. said, conversations that have a lot of meat to them. It just gives you a... Uh, a track to run on, uh, mm-hmm. a blueprint, if you will, um, where you're not, you know, you can't, it, it's not like you can't color outside of the lines, like Jay, um, pardon me, like uh, Ryan said in his video, you know, uh, the conversation can go lots of different directions, but it, it gives you that extra bit of uh, confidence or um, um, strategy, if you will, to make to make sure that uh, you're not going into a blind with, with really no real direction. And that's in how quick rambling here but that's really why a lot of the mentoring relationships i had in the past failed because mm-hmm. there was no real clear direction on where we were even trying to go mm-hmm. so yeah that's good and that is why we created this strategy the way we did it's one conversation at a time and then maybe we'll come back to this here at the end but we also then built that pursuit discipleship track that 12 topic track because some people were like, man, this is great. We've covered all these topics in marriage or parenting or on fatherhood or whatever, on theology, but but now I want to help them really go full circle and help someone else. And that's when you jump into one of the tracks. And we'll get into that in a second. You know, sure. just to echo what John's saying, um, and you and I had talked about this back at the beginning, if I liken it to business and I want a, mm-hmm. a trainer to take a trainee out and train them uh, and I don't give them the tools for the job, then he's just coming up with whatever comes off the top of his head. Mm-hmm. And he may or may not be good at it. Uh, and there's a lot of guys out there that could train or can lead people, depending on your setting. In, in, this, in this setting, we're talking about mentoring. But they don't have the tools to do it. They don't know how. I wouldn't. If you just told me, hey, 
just go out there and start discipling people. I'd just be using whatever comes to mind or whatever I stumbled on in the Bible that day, and right. there's really not any direction. Um, and additionally, and I think probably maybe even more importantly, is that the guy that you're mentoring can pick the topic. Mm-hmm. Whereas I might just go, well, I think I'm going to talk to this guy today about, you know, I don't know, whatever the issue marriage. Maybe he's not into that. Maybe mm-hmm. he's dealing with something else, and he can pick it. You'll be surprised what guys send you. And, and now he's bought into it. Before he even gets there, he's bought into that topic. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. So let's kind of let's kind of play this out a little bit. So Ryan, let's say that you're you've, you've there's a guy at work that you want to you know that he's got some issues with, you know, parenting, okay? So in this particular case, are you going to send you're going to you're going to like kind of go through the parenting page and pick a couple of topics that you think would really sort of do it for him and you're going to send those to him and say, "Hey, check these out." Is that how you would initiate now? Is that is that the first step if you want to start a mentoring relationship with them eventually yeah I, I think it can be i mean especially with the way things are going now with technology yeah most people don't even like to pick up the phone right it's all about texting right uh especially with the younger generation yeah. <laughs> they've forgotten how to have a conversation so totally um you know if it's about parenting and i'm listening to you first off i'm probably going to share an experience of my own uh but then i'm going to go home and a lot of times we reflect on the conversations we had that day and that's a great time for me to to per- peruse pursue god and mm-hmm. say oh well you know here's here's exactly what we were talking about right. i'll shoot him a text and go hey t- hey t- take a look at this this is just exactly what we were talking about today tell me what you think and then they'll provide feedback and i'll say you know you want to meet for coffee or whatever and talk about it mm-hmm. and then that sets the stage and so after we've met for coffee for for an hour um you've really demonstrated how this whole thing goes without verbally setting the stage and saying, hey, I'm going to mentor you today. We're going to show up at Scooters for Coffee at 11 o'clock. Right. Right. That by the end of it, they see value in it. Yeah. Would you even use the word in, in a situation like that? Would you even use the word mentoring? So let's say you, you guys do have coffee and you're just following up and you're kind of informally talking through the topic you just sent him, right? Maybe you don't have anything printed out or you don't have your phone out. You're just like, what would you think about that video? You have a conversation. Okay. At the end of that conversation, Ryan, if he's interested if you could tell that, man, it's, it's been a great conversation, what would you say next then? How do you kind of le- maybe lead into the next week or the next conversation you might have? Yeah, I would invite them to if, ask them if they want to do it again in a week. Yeah. And now that I have some experience mm-hmm. under my belt, um, you know, I would share stories of other folks that I'm doing this with yeah. and then offer that to them. So at that point, would you maybe say, hey, I'm going to send you a link to this whole page on parenting and why don't you pick the topic next week, right? So, I mean, are you going to like let him be involved in picking topics right away? Or do you wait a few more weeks before you do that? Yeah, I would. I think if they're into it, the, the challenge with, with when you let someone pick a topic, I shouldn't say let, but yeah. when you offer it up, um, that's, I think sometimes where you may experience not really rejection, but a guy may just, he may just not be interested, right? I don't know if that's, mm. I, I shouldn't say it's a challenge, but yeah. sometimes guys just won't do it. Yep. They want to meet with you, but then they go home and they get about about their routine or whatnot. Yep. And so I think it's specific with it's different with each individual. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think for for podcast listeners, just keep in mind as we talk through this, there's not one right way to do it. But I hope that listening into this just really sparks something for you that you say, you know what I can do. These guys are actually doing it. We're not this isn't theoretical. All four of us actually disciple mentor people on a regular basis. And uh, there's not one way to do it, but I think it's important that if you don't, if you don't like really commit to it, you're probably never going to do it, right? Because you get cold feet and then you never start that relationship. John, what were you going to add to that? 
Yeah, I, I was just going to say, and sometimes rejection really isn't rejection at all, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's really guys got stuff going on in their lives, and mm-hmm. uh, back back to what Ryan was saying, you know, you you have that first meeting, and then from there you do. I might I might say something like, "Hey, you, you want to formalize this? Why don't we?" And I I'd probably already have a series picked out, maybe a you know a, a six to ten topic series picked out, yeah. and say, hey, "You formalize this. Why don't we meet? You know, once every other week for the next twenty weeks." Um, would you be open to that? And, um, you know, and then maybe it doesn't happen once every week for, for the next 20 minutes, but it's not necessarily rejection. It's just because life, life is happening and, and, uh, you gotta just, you can't give up. And sometimes though it is rejection and you need to move on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but many times, uh, it, it's really not. And I don't, I don't feel like that's failure though. I feel like, um, you know, you you got to be by faith, stepping into somebody else's life, and just kind of giving them a nudge around the circle, you know. And so I don't, I don't even look at that as failure at all. It's still, it's still a great part of the experience. So, John, share just real quick. I, I, I love your story, and I'd love to hear. I, I'm sure our podcast listeners would be ben, would benefit from hearing this. There was a guy that you started discipling who was, you know, far from God. He wasn't even a Christian. Just real quick, recap that story both how you started it and kind of where it is right now. Yeah. So, um, I I guess really the point of this story is how, um, pursue God and and the tool and and just having a clear understanding of what the win looks like. Has it given me more confidence on the front end to lead, lead with the gospel and, um, you know, share Christ when I feel the Lord nudging me to, um, and again, this isn't always the case, but sometimes, you're the guy that's that's throwing some seeds. Sometimes you're the guy that's, you know, shoving the ball over the goal line. And um, and so you just have to be be um, be sensitive to what the Holy Spirit's asking you to do, and, and be willing to do it, even even if sometimes it seems a little nuts. So in this particular instance, I had uh, this gentleman that I was working with. Um, I, I deliver pizzas uh, part time. And, and this guy's life was really just had a whole bunch of stuff going on that, that wasn't good, was a mess. He, he was definitely far from God. And um, even in some other conversations where, well, I was having conversations with other people at, at the pizza place around God, he would chime in from the, kind of from the peanut gallery saying, ah, forget that, you know, uh, you know, people have been arguing about that junk for thousands of years, blah, 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 right? So um, while all this was going on, I was, um, uh, I had uh, come to a point with him where we were together at the, at the store waiting for deliveries to come up, and he shared with me, um, we were the only ones there, and he, and he just kind of all of a sudden downloaded all this information about his life on me. And I'm thinking, wow, this is a serious project, God. I don't know how I could ever find the time, not that I don't want to make the time for him, but I have all these other tasks spinning there, all these other things going on. I'm like, how could this, Lord, you, you're going to have to do this because I, I can't, you know, and literally went home that night, talked to my wife about this gentleman, um, talked the next day at work uh, to the executive pastor here at Crossroads about this guy and and just kind of started praying about him. And a few weeks went by, and um, actually this was the, day, the Wednesday after Christmas. I'm leaving the store, and he's still driving, and, and he, he says, hey, uh, are, you, are you driving New Year's? And kind of started in my, in my like, like, yeah, you know what? Uh, I am going to be driving. And he says, well, you know, um, 
I'm not. I'm going to be snowmobiling in, in Montana. I'm like, oh, okay. And so right then I get this nudge from the Lord that says, share this scripture with them. And I'm like thinking, oh, okay, God, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll throw a little seat here and head up my wife and kids and have a nice night. And, um, and that'll be it. And so it was Psalm 121, um, uh, verse 1 and 2, I cast my eyes upon the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And I, I, share, I said, I said, hey, um, I know this might sound crazy, but you mentioned you're going to Montana. Just I saw this scripture. Can I share it with you? And he goes, yeah. And even, even at that point, his whole countenance changes. And I'm like, okay, so I share the scripture with him, and he's like, takes a step back. He's like, wow, you know, I really needed that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, be thinking about that verse the whole time I'm snowmobiling. And so then I went on to share more about, um, about how you know you really can't here in the flatlands in Illinois. It's easy to, you know, uh, to, to kind of deny um, maybe the beautifulness of God's creation because we don't see a lot of it necessarily, you know, in the flatlands here. Um, in the winter, but um, but I said, hey, you're, when you're out there, you're not going to be able to deny God's existence because you're going to look up and see, you know, see the mountains. And and he he was in agreement. So I'm leaving. I think that's the end of it. And he goes, uh, he pokes his head in to get another delivery. Comes out and says, hey, would you would you come with me on my delivery? <laughs> and I said, hmm. I said sure. And at that point, I'm feeling like, all right, Lord, you're up to something amazing here. And shame on me for having my eyes on the mountain instead of the one who moves mountains, you know. And so, um, long story short, he delivers, and 10 minutes later, we're pulled over on the side of the road, and he's praying with me to receive Christ as Lord and Savior. <laughs> Hallelujah. And wow. I'm just like, wow. <laughs> At that point, typically, and I've joked with you guys before about how in the past, before Pursuit God came along, that I would have had a tough time really knowing where to take it from there, hmm. you know. And, and so... Um, but right, but right there, I said, "Hey, you know what? This is so awesome. We just kind of celebrated for a few minutes in his truck." And um, I said, "But here, check this out." I said, "You know, um, going forward, I'm gonna walk alongside you for a little bit." And I kind of explained to him what that meant. I said, "We're not gonna necessarily be bosom buddies for life, but for a season, I want to help you come to know more about what it means to to trust God, how to live your life to honor God, and then what I'm doing with you right now, I want to teach you how to deal with that with somebody else." Wow. And he's like, that would be amazing. And so I said, great. So next time when we deliver, you know, I'll, I'll just, I'll shoot videos. And when we have a little downtime, uh, we'll just, we'll just chat about them at the, at the store. Oh, that sounds great. So that's what we've been doing. <laughs> here's, here's and and what... to be real honest, to be real honest, he's been one of those guys that has been, um, it's weird because when I think he's rejecting me, all of a sudden he'll come back to me and, and you know, there'll be a day he, he won't, he won't respond to a text or something. And then I'll show up at the store and, and I'll think, all right, God, again, you're going to have to do this because I don't have time. This is, this is like a, years of developing a relationship with this gentleman. And, um, and then he'll surprise me and say, Hey, when are we going to do another, you know, one of the things together? So it's just right. been, it's just been awesome and, and humble to me and helped, helped me to press into the Lord and realize it's, we're not doing any of this. You know, it's all God. It's all Him. We get 100% of the grace. He gets 100% of the glory. That's how it works. Yeah, and I love what I love about that story, John, is that you share, you know, you didn't use any any of the tools or the resources. You just, just the Holy Spirit led you to share. And for what, you know, 
for whatever reason, he was ready and you were ready to, to share the gospel with him and lead him to faith. But then, like you said, then you said, okay, my job wasn't just to make a convert. My job is to make a disciple maker. And so that's where this strategy comes in. That's where those resources come in so that you can help him uh, really establish his roots as a follower of Jesus and then eventually do it with someone else. And I trust that he's going to someday too. I do too. Yeah, amen. I think, I think you know, to add something, you know, my nephew, you know, my nephew, um, he's 20 years old and he's a pretty cool kid, right? Like your mm-hmm. typical 20 year old and uh, pe- people love him, very charismatic and doesn't have a problem getting a date. And you know, a, lot of, a lot of kids that are 20 aren't really thinking about the, the Lord or mm-hmm. mentoring people or that kind of thing, right? And I've mentored him uh, over a while. What I was really impressed with was he started bringing his friends to church. And again, a lot of people don't do that because they're afraid to be rejected or they're, they're afraid of, well, how's this going to look? Am I not going to be cool? They're going to think I'm this or they're going to think I'm that, right? And he hangs out with the party crowd. And so it wouldn't be a typical reaction you'd see probably from someone from his crowd. But at any rate, so he's got, I don't know, up to half a dozen kids that come sporadically to church. And then I see these girls that start coming more and more often. And so that's been fun to see. Uh, and so one day he says, hey, you know, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm going to meet with a couple of guys at the coffee shop that I mentor today. And, and he says, oh, what time are you going? I said, oh, I'm going at 11. He goes, I'm going at 11. And I said, well, well <laughs> okay, well, you know, we're talking about marriage and raising kids, so you might not want to join us. And he's got his own. He said, no, I'm jo- I'm, I've got some friends coming. Wow. And uh, he had three gals there, yeah. you know, 20, 21-year-old gals for the first time. I don't know what topic they were, they were talking about. They were on the other side of the coffee shop. So I was very interested to see how it was going to go. I thought it took a lot of guts to ask kids your age um, to do something like this. Kids that don't even, weren't even going to church mm. up until, you know, a couple of months ago. And then they, they just come sporadically. So I wanted to know, was, how, how did they like it? Um, he said, you know, one of them had to go home for something. And so we had to cut it short. But they liked it so much. He said, let's go continue this over at her house. So they all packed up and went to her house and talked for another hour. Wow. So I was pretty exciting to see, um, you know, he'd been mentored and now he's he's ready to do that with his friends and, and he's fearless. Yeah. And what I like about that story is we've lowered the bar and that's kind of the whole point to this strategy is we're trying to lower the bar. So, it, you know, I, I think previously it's you feel like you have to be a pastor or have some seminary background to go mentor or disciple somebody. But that's not what the fishermen were. You know, they weren't they weren't educated men. It says it in, in Acts four. They were ordinary uneducated men, but they'd been with Jesus. And so anyone listening to this podcast, I would just say, if if you love Jesus, then you need to understand that Jesus wants you to disciple. And that's what the Pursue God tools are all about. It's, it's set up to help you to make it easier for you to disciple, but you're never going to disciple or mentor someone if you if you don't learn how to share a topic, share a conversation, plant the seed, as John has said a couple times here, and then see what God is going to do. And I think the, the key is just be ready then to take that relationship when it's time. Be ready to take it one conversation at a time until you, you've walked with them all the way around that circle where you've, you eventually, if they haven't trusted Jesus, you can help them do that. We've got plenty of content in the library on that. You've helped them to honor God in their life and, and to establish some spiritual disciplines in their life. And then finally, um, as John said to his buddy, that you help them eventually help them help someone else so that this thing can go viral and uh, it can spread to, to everybody. And that's what it's really all about. Guys, any, anything else you want to say on this topic before we sign out? Yeah, I, I, I just want to say, uh, give more clarity around 
the reason I, I have the confidence, uh, the gain confidence with this pursuit out of my back pocket was not only because it gives me a clear vision of what the win is to, you know, help someone trust God, live their life to honor God, help someone else trust God, but because this with this guy who, you know, for my story here, it really would be like the most unlikely of, of friends for me. Um, not a guy that we're going to normally run in the same circles and not a guy that has the same stuff going on in his life that I do. But, but I knew thanks to the great job you guys and your team are doing with the literally thousands of topics on pursue God. I knew that whatever he was dealing with, I had a topic video that could speak to it and I didn't have to be the expert. Yeah, that's good. I, I love that. And that's, that is a good, uh, I think that's a good reminder because I, what I try to do, I like to say this is I'm when I'm discipling or mentoring someone, I'm not going toe to toe with them. I'm going shoulder to shoulder and I'm just walking with them, discovering the truth about this topic, maybe for the first time with them. Right. Because I don't I don't know about a lot about addiction, but I feel like I could help somebody at least initially through some addiction because of the tools, because I don't have to be the expert. And uh, I think that's really well said, John. And I love your heart, you know, that 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 was what was that Christmas Eve and you wanted to get home to your family, mm -hmm. but you understood that the more important thing was this opportunity that was in front of you to walk with this guy um, and, and to love this guy enough to give him some of your time and look what God is doing with it. That's pretty cool. Well guys, thanks for jumping in on this. And for those of you watch or listening in on this podcast, I encourage you again, check out more at our training page at pursuegod.org and, uh, and keep, uh, digging into the resources, digging into the system. And if you want to be a disciple maker, uh, we can help you do it using those free tools at pursuegod.org. Thanks, guys.